0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet.
0: Today's topic was popular movie quotes. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri.
1: I am Adam Lustig. And folks,
0: movie theaters might be closed, but <laughs> yes. popular movie quotes are wide open.
1: Live right on now. forever.
0: Yes. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about popular movie quotes, and Adam, I have to come right out and say it. I am so bad at games like this.
1: <laughs> Why? Why do you think you're so bad? Like trivia, like pop culture-y, super specific trivia stuff?
0: I'm the guy in the conversation when someone says, have you seen this movie? Even if I have, I instinctively say no. (laughs) Uh... I don't remember restaurant names and I don't really remember movie quotes. These are two things that just like in one ear out the other
1: it's so true it's like as I've gotten older and like I rewatch movies less and less like when I was a kid I feel like I was thinking about this the other day because uh, I was reading about how they're rebooting League of Their Own I was like oh my god like League of Their Own I guess just almost just by sheer number of like quantity is probably one of my most seen and therefore favorite movies and I Mm. could actually recite some quotes but like I don't I'm an adult and I don't like rewatch movies over and over again anymore so like the quotes don't lodge their way into my memory
0: right right Right. Yeah, there's no crying in baseball is one that I remember.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Do
0: yeah. you have another quote from a league of their own?
1: Uh, another direct quote. Uh, 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 oh, when John Levitz is coming to scout uh, them and they're at the train station and she, she, the one player is reluctant to get on the train and John Lovitz goes, uh, See, the way it works is the train moves, not the station. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. I remember loving that part. John
0: Lovitz is a singular force.
1: Oh my god! Yeah,
0: John Lovitz. Uh, do you yeah. have you kept up with John Lovitz? What he's up to now?
1: What is what is he up to now? Do you know? I have no knowledge no, I, of current Lovitz. I have no idea what contemporary Lovitz is up to. Did the
0: did America's like love of Lovitz like like was it like a hotly burning flame and then it disappeared? Like where is he now?
1: It just felt like, la- yeah, where is That's a great question. It felt like the love it's love. Uh, and, you know, as like, because like he was in the SNL of like the Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, David Spade era, right? Maybe a
0: little that before was- that? Oh, okay. Yeah I, I feel like the little... love
1: it's love Has been like He's been just like This bubbling pop culture character That has just been like With us And like mildly appreciated And probably will look back And say like Frankly underrated Like yes. an underrated But like for me The Critic is one of my Favorite television shows ever The animated show The Critic Where he's the right. voice of the movie And it, that's just like That to me Cemented my love it's love forever And it's just like A whiny voice Oh That's God, like 80% of the shtick <laughs> Oh Yeah this is hysterical. I mean yeah, hysterical. I would think
0: yeah. that America's love of the whiny shtick doesn't go away. That feels timeless to me. <laughs> where does. someone's just gonna complain about what's happening in the room. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the every man
0: um, with a voice like this.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. I yeah. wonder who the contemporary I don't know, yeah, there's there it's hard to Lovett's really sort of forged his own sort of like made his own world. I remember in acting school and like this was like a very sort of like almost irily at the time, but now I, I think it's true. We had a teacher who was a, a fairly successful actor in his own right, this guy named Clark Gregg, who you'd probably recognize if you saw him, but he was telling us about auditions and, like, how to, like, make your way in Hollywood, whatever, where a bunch of 19-year-old impression, like impressionable kids. And he was like, take Jack Black, for example. He was like, there was no – there is no type for Jack Black. Like, he just invented and created his own type, and now he is the Jack Black type. Like, he yeah. invented it. There was mm-hmm. no precedent for that. And I kind of feel – I mean, like, there's been whiny – Whiny men <laughs> right. uh, throughout Hollywood, but Lovitz is like does feel like kind of one of one.
0: That does... note is a tricky note to give to drama students. Um, yeah, and why I say that is because I think that it's mostly comedy where singular forces are like now make movies built around this. I think like, you're right about that. Jim Carrey was that you know he. Totally. I feel like that's so much more relative to comedy where it's like. Yeah. I've defined what's funny now and people will build around that whereas that's in drama it's almost like it's plug and play a little bit I'm sure that there's like exceptional dramatic actors but doesn't yes. that feel a little bit more comedic like you even use Jack Black as the example
1: yeah that's true exactly I think that's really keen it's so true it's just like with comedy I, I think that's, I think that's really wise I think it's, it's like easier to sort of like quote forge your own path with like a unique comedic sensibility rather than like that guy does the crying scene so uniquely right yeah, yeah it's I
0: funny think. to like talk to students who are probably studying Macbeth and putting on like serious dramatic works and like also telling them be Jack Black
1: (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) that's what's so funny about acting school it is this like funny weird balance between like between like high-minded, altruistic, idealistic theater and acting training—Shakespeare, Chekhov, Beckett—but then like the reality of a career in the arts is so pragmatic sometimes and so mm. unromantic that mm-hmm. it's like it's just like get your head shot, like say, speak loud, like take an improv class. Good luck. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I
0: like... don't. I mean, we are years out of theater school. I, we, I guess we have some friends that still kind of work in theater schools, but yeah. I'd be curious if they are teaching the TikToks of the world. In the self brandings oh of the world, gosh. and wow. I mean, I I think they should, you know. Yeah. I guess maybe not theater, maybe not theater. Maybe that's just more like a, you know, an on camera class or something. But yeah. this is all so part of the, you know, if you want to be seen, you know, you gotta know. get seen. You need to do something. And you know, I
1: know, I guess there theater is a, theater, but the, yeah, you know? theater is like its own like. It's true. I mean, like, there there will always be... I mean, we say this in the midst of a pandemic where there haven't been live theater in months, but in theory there will always be live theater and that is its own very particular art form that requires Mm -hmm. like skills that are fairly sort of like transcendent in terms of time you need to like be able to control your breath and like articulate well and like memorize your lines and like know the basics of blocking like that's never going to go away Like those things you can always sort of teach but it's so true and there was funny like funny moments in acting school too where we would be like going right from a Shakespeare, Chekhov, Ibsen, Beckett class and then we'd go take an on-camera class and our teacher would be like sometimes the the, the alien won't really be there it's a green x on a on a c-stand and it's like wow hmm. this is deeply pragmatic yeah. <laughs> right okay. like you're not going to be talking to a monster it's going to be a green x probably yeah. so that's right that's act and that's acting
0: so how you yeah. can prepare is to put a green x on your studio bedroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wall exactly. and just talk to it for a while get used to it get comfortable <laughs> exactly. with acting with x's
1: which is like not the worst advice yeah right <laughs> um
0: So we're talking about popular movie quotes today. Adam, you and I both have AFI's list of 100 greatest movie quotes of the past 100 years. Yes. Last week, we talked about the alphabet, and I came in thinking we were going to have a lot of the same words. We had two. (laughs) Yes, we had two. So I'm hoping that uh, we can score more than two points in today's game of trying to identify (laughs) these movie quotes. Here's how the game is going to play for everyone who's listening. Adam is going to have access to numbers 1 through 50. I am going to have access to movie quotes, popular movie quotes, 51 through 100, the greatest hundred. And we are going to, I will choose a number, zero to 50. Adam will read me the quote, and then I will try and tell you what that movie is from, and then Adam will return the favor. Yes. So Adam, what do you say we kick it off? Do you have the list in front of you right now? I got
1: it right in my hot little hand, Bill.
0: All right, your hot little hand. (laughs) Um, Let's start with a hot little number, a prime number, 37.
1: 37. Bill's going for 37. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay, now, just before we get started here, uh, Mm -hmm. am I supposed to read it to sort of, like, is the idea for me to read it in, like, as neutral of a voice as possible, or would you like me to act it?
0: Let's call it dealer's choice. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay, great. Um, 37th most famous movie, quote, according to this list, is I'll Be Back. (laughs) We already have one point, Adam. (laughs) What's the
0: movie, Bill? The movie is T2. The actor is T, otherwise known as Terminator, and the uh, man who plays the Terminator is Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California.
1: Well, I have some great news and some bad news for you, Bill, because of course you're correct, but it is not Not T2. It is the original The Terminator, not the sequel. It is from the original movie, The Terminator 1984. So you can take a point if you'd like, but it technically is not T2. It is T1. But when somebody
0: okay. says to you, you can take a point if you'd like, you know, you got the question. Wrong. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn, I had swag with my answer. That I was... <laughs> had my chest out.
1: Arnold Swagonator.
0: I, um, I was born into like when I was a young boy, T2 was the movie that came out. T yeah. was a little too early for me. So I just That's assumed right. that T2 was uh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be but back. T said I'll be back
1: and then did T2. Exactly, that was. I think it was literally the setup for the sequel. I mean, what a sequel! What a what a what a handoff to a sequel! A literal mm-hmm. "I'll be back." He might as well have said "I'll be back" in the sequel.
0: Yeah, he also might as well have been RoboCop because I have no idea what's happening in those movies. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. Right.
0: exactly. It's funny how those movies are fairly interchangeable. Okay, Bill. okay. So well, 0 for one, that's yeah, uh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam, you can choose uh, 51 through 100. 51
1: through 100. Let's go nice and solid 75.
0: 75. Let's go 75. Mm-hmm. 75 yes. is. Okay. I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. Oh,
1: sure. Okay. So this is going to be. This is a quote from Is It a Streetcar Named Desire by Tennessee Williams?
0: You're going to be scoring a lot of points for us, I believe. That is correct.
1: Okay, that is correct. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. I know that because of acting school. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. If you had asked me what quote is that movie from, I would have told you Terminator 2. (laughs) It's the line
1: he says right before I'll be
0: back. (laughs) All of these, if I don't know, let's put it this way. If I don't know what the movie is, (laughs) odds are I'm going to assume it's T2. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Amazing. Perfect. Yeah.
0: One more quote, and then we'll go into our first act break. Okay, great. I am going to choose lucky number 13.
1: Okay, 13. Here we go, brother. Okay. Quote number 13. Love means never having to say you're sorry.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Good luck. (laughs) Seems popular. Love means never having to say you're sorry. I. Completely disagree with
1: the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh, me too. Obviously, it means yeah. always having to say you're sorry.
0: Yeah. It feels like one steady stream of saying I'm sorry about that. Whoops. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's uh, that's my fault. I'm am sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm exactly. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Exactly.
0: Love means always having to say you're sorry. Exactly. Um, let's go with. Oh, of course. It's um, March of the Elephants, 1931. <laughs>
1: Um, unfortunately, that is not correct. It is from the 1970 movie Love Story. Love <laughs> Story. Love Story.
0: Starring Love story. Drew Hansen,
1: Drew Hansen, <laughs> and Cat and Cat Williams, and Cat uh, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected.
0: <laughs> Did not know Cat starred in that one.
1: Very good. Okay, uh, dang, Bill. Okay.
0: One so, point we have one point in the first act.
1: Ding, ding, ding. This won't. This will not be a competition. This will be a collective. No, this you and is I collective are
0: operating as a
1: collective. This is NBA Jam, but we're both on the same team. I'm Karl Malone, and you're John Stockton. So Operation Dumbo Drop.
0: Yep. You remember Operation Dumbo Drop? Okay,
1: what's happening there? They had to drop an elephant. Yeah. What was that? What I don't know. What? Operation Dumbo Drop. They had to yeah. transport an elephant from the jungle to the city. I'm guessing. I think it was like like leading up to an elephant under a helicopter. I only bring
0: it up because it just crossed my mind.
1: (laughs) Operation Dumbo Drop. Amazing.
0: Can you think of a song related to Operation Dumbo Drop?
1: Well, um, there's some great music in the movie Dumbo, in the original Disney movie Dumbo. Oh, really? uh, That I think that we've played on this podcast before. Have you played? I mean, When I See an Elephant Fly is like a classic song. It's amazing.
0: When I See an Elephant Fly.
1: Yeah, from Dumbo. It's really great. I don't I think, think I've the, the, ever heard it. Oh, it's great. All the crow, the crows sing it. Um, it's a really great, that's a great song. Sold. Um, sold. Sold? Amazing. Yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> Operation Dumbo Drop. Let's uh, let's see an elephant fly. I feel great. like all, the, the stars and elephants have aligned.
1: <laughs> Did you ever see an elephant fly? <laughs> well, I see the horse fly. <laughs> I see the <a> dragon fly. <laughs> I seen the house fly. <laughs> I see it I seen a peanut stand and heard a rubber band. I seen a needle that its eye, But I be done seen about everything when I see an elephant fly. What you say, boy? I said, when I see an elephant fly, I seen a front porch swing, heard a diamond ring. I seen a polka dot railroad tie. But I be done seen about everything. When I see an elephant fly, <laughs> wow. I saw a clothes horse, a raven bug, and they tell me that a man made a vegetable truck. I didn't see that. I only heard to be sociable, i'll take your word i heard a fireside chat i saw a baseball man i just laughed and i thought i'd die <laughs> but i'll be done seen about everything when i see an elephant fly do <laughs> 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 back to the No Joke Podcast. That was When I See an Elephant Fly from the movie Dumbo, which I haven't seen since I was a youth. A youthful boy. I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask anyway.
0: Adam, have you ever seen an elephant fly?
1: Um, let me me think. Um, Megan, I did go to uh, Thailand and we saw some elephants bathe. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to mm-hmm. remember. That's a good they... answer
0: to a different question. Yeah,
1: d- yeah, different question. Different question. Different I'm trying question, to think if they question. took off in flight. I think I would have remembered that, so I'm going to say no. I've never personally okay. seen an elephant fly. Have you? I-,
0: I have not. However, have you ever seen that video of a bear that's in a tree and then the branch breaks and the bear falls but lands on a trampoline and goes flying?
1: wait no no is that something that you that
0: you dreamt or that's no well yes that might have been something i dreamt but after i saw the video i feel pretty confident that a bear once in the history of videos online videos fell out of a branch and bounced onto a trampoline and went
1: who put a trampoline in the woods it's almost like the bear put it there
0: no so i think that this was like an uh, like a big backyard and there was a bear. They were filming the bear, and they're like, "There's okay. a bear in our tree." And then the tree broke, and then the bear bounced, literally.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I'll be yeah. I'll be googling that as soon as we're done here. Obviously.
0: Yeah, I'll give that a I'll give that a seventy five percent chance of being true. But okay. like why would but you know with all of the songs that we choose for the second act breaks that we don't know if they actually exist, why would we think it otherwise? Yeah, exactly. So let's go with a bear. Once fell out of a tree, landed on a trampoline, and literally bounced.
1: Boy. yo yo yoing. yoing, yoing. Yes. Exactly. yes. <laughs> As a reminder, this is the second
0: act of the No Joke Podcast. We have a Twitter handle that you can follow all of our antics at, at No yes. um, We also have an email address, nojokepod at gmail.com. Yes. You can get at us those ways, but today we are playing Popular Movie Quotes yes, sir. Game. Yeah. Um, when we last left off, Adam had gotten one right, I had gotten two wrong. True. Adam, you are now up to Save Us. Okay.
1: Please. Okay. Here we Save go. Us. Let's. Okay. Let's do in honor of Michael Jordan's uh, historic game at Madison Square Garden. Let's do double nickel fifty-five. Mm-hmm.
0: Love that. Of let's course. You know I love that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think you might. I know you know this movie. I okay. wonder if you'll know the quote. Okay. The quote is La Di Da La Di. Oh,
1: sure, sure. Well, this is Annie Hall, obviously. I've seen this. Well movie done. Times, of course, Diane Keaton well, and maybe her most iconic performance, of course.
0: Can you yeah. contextualize what that line means?
1: They, they, the, I think it's the sort of the first time that Alvy, played by Woody Allen, meets Annie Hall at the tennis club, and it's just an indication of just sort of – I mean, talk about like the ultimate manic the, – the, the original sort of like quirky manic pixie dream girl archetype. Annie Hall is just mm. so quirky and just so eccentric and so offbeat. She's wearing like a, like a vest and a tie, but she's a woman, and she's wearing a hat, and it's like she's so quirky, and sometimes she just peppers her – with Diane Keaton does in real life. It's clearly just like an extension of Diane Keaton, the actual quirk master. But right. that she's like, uh, you know, she just peppers her conversation with, oh, la di da la-la, di da as an indication mm. of just how sort of quirky she is
0: Uh uh-huh how blasé
1: blasé just how unconventional and how sort of silly and unselfconscious and charming she is it's just i'm surprised
0: that that she owned the la-di-da it feels like other people (laughs) might have said la-di-da at some point where at least it would have had some competition but you knew there was only one la-di-da in the movie in the history of movies
1: i think so because she says it like la-di-da i think in the popular sort of like culture sphere is like la-di-da i'm singing like la-di-da-di-da like i'm humming Mm. as i go down the street but she's Sort of said it almost as like a blah blah blah. She like used mm-hmm. it as like a more of a you know what I mean. she's like said it in conversation, which is like, wow, this woman is extra quirky and special.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of any reality in which, when I'm walking down the street by myself, I would be compelled to say la di da di da out loud to, to <laughs> you myself.
1: Wouldn't. You you wouldn't. And I wonder what makes- like I'm yeah. thinking.
0: I'm what is what am I thinking when I'm saying those sounds? La di da di da di da. Yeah, really. <laughs> that somehow made it. Alright, Adam. Yeah. Two points, not surprised. You are nice. our movie buff.
1: Oh, such a buff.
0: Thank you, buff. Thank um, you buff. I believe it is my turn to Definitely. try and get a point on the board. Alright, let's hear it. Let's about. go with numero uno.
1: Numero uno, straight up top dog. Okay, here we yeah. go. Okay, Billy. The
0: mm-hmm. quote is mm-hmm. Frankly,
1: my dear, I don't give a damn. Give a damn.
0: Yeah. Pardon my French.
1: Frankly, right, my dear, is- I don't give a damn.
0: So I think this is an old movie. I think it was controversial when the D word made it to the <laughs> silver screen. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, I think probably it was.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go with the actor. I think it was first. And then I'm going to go with the movie. I think it maybe ended with. I think it might have been the conclusive line oh, in the okay. movie. I think maybe you're right. I, I think it was the actor Humphrey Bogart. Okay. And I think it was in the movie Casablanca. Okay. do cry cry. Wait a minute. All um, right. So I acknowledge that I'm wrong. I acknowledge that I'm wrong, but can I try and earn a pat on the back by saying what the movie probably was? Of course. Again, I acknowledge I'm wrong. No points awarded. (laughs) But I think it was probably, in retrospect, Gone with the Wind. Ding, ding, la di da ding dong do. Correct. Well, those ling-dong-dings, <laughs> those ling-dong-dings and the ding-a-ling-doos have to go back home because I didn't earn any of them.
1: Yeah, I think it might have been Clark Gable, I think. I'm oh, so sort of I got guessing. it all wrong. I think it might have been Clark Gable. it's Gone with the Wind, 1939, one mm-hmm. of the first big movies. Uh, Humphrey Frank Bogart. Writer. I don't give a him. Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart, Bogart wasn't Casablanca. Starring... He, de- he definitely okay. wasn't Casablanca. Yeah.
0: Did they did they say a swear word at the end of their movie?
1: I think he was like, ah, oh, fuck the
0: <laughs> as the credits roll he just like bangs his knee into ah, a desk
1: shit, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah i think that okay. movie ends with i think it's probably going to be another quote on here is the, is the honest truth you going to be watching do you think that you'll see gone with
0: the wind again will you watch gone with the wind before you perish adam <sighs>
1: I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This was one of the, uh, wasn't there a little minor gone to the Wind controversy here with all this sort of like, um, because the movie takes place on a plantation, I'm fairly certain. And so there was all this like HBO Max was going to pull it. In light of the whole sort of Black Lives Matter thing, but then there was, like, I think they did the more correct thing because, like, to me, like, erasure of movies and history is just sort of, like, not exactly the way to go. To me, it's, like, much more about, I don't know, just give context. So I think that now they've added just sort of, like, a note about the historical time period before the movie Mm. as opposed to just erasing it from the library, which I I, I think is good. I think it's good. Okay. Cool. Um, But am I going to see Gone with the Wind? I don't think so, Bill. I don't think so, man. Yeah. Not I don't know. Happen, not not when there's
0: movies like T two.
1: There's T two. There. There's T. I'm going to watch mm. the T's. I think before the yeah. You with got the wind. T-
0: exactly. You got to go for the T and the T two before you go. <laughs> Gone with the wind. I think yeah. that's just common
1: knowledge. I mean, one might even say that. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn about Gone with the Wind.
0: That's what we call a reincorporation, kids. If you ever take comedy classes, <laughs> you'll find that if you say a joke later, once a joke has already been stated, the yep. audience will love it doubly. Yep. So what Adam just did is he reincorporated a yep. phrase that we yep. had said earlier for yep. our comedy benefit. For, so our, comedy Adam, benefit.
1: for our comedy benefit. So good benefit.
0: job, Adam. We just, we just were awarded some laughs based yep. on your reincorporation, so appreciate that. <laughs>
1: nice. <clears throat> but we're not here for the laughs, Adam.
0: We are nope. here for the points, and we need Great. you to get us a third one. Okay. Need okay, you guys a third me, one, Adam? Give us a number.
1: Give me number sixty-four. Sixty-four.
0: Mm, number people rarely say.
1: 64. 64.
0: Oh, this might be tough, but here we okay. go. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I know this one. Um, I man. think this you is are- probably Doctor Strangelove or How I Stop uh, Worrying and Learn or How I Stop Worrying and Learn to Love the Bomb by Stanley Kubrick.
0: Well. Done. you okay. movie buff.
1: Nice, dude. One of, is, your one email, of the... is your
0: email address moviebuff123 at uh, AOL.com?
1: You got it. It's actually at AFI.AOL.com. I oh, love movie. Oh, you movies. wrote this
0: list. I you wrote this mo- list.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Dr. Strangelove, one of the best movies. Love this movie. One of the first, like, you know, sort of like famousest dark comedies. Peter Sellers turns in an absolutely amazing performance. He plays, like, three characters. Very Eddie yeah. Murphy in The Clumps.
0: Yeah, when I was in college, um, you start hearing about these movies that you kind of have to see. And they're probably like a little smarter and more serious or a little darker or whatever. But like these are like the movies. Requiem for a Dream was another one that you have to see at once in college. And I watched uh, this movie and I was like, I think I'm too young or I don't understand where I'm supposed to be laughing. Totally. It was it was I was a very confused viewer. I was also probably a little too young and you know all over the place. But did you you swallowed this movie whole and you're like that was master?
1: Well, not not exactly. I had the exact similar experience, and this is so funny. Like I, I can't remember. Maybe we talked about this, but like Carl Reiner, comedy legend, died fairly recently, and there was just all this sort of outpouring of eulogies for him and everything. And like one of the best points was like comedy is so. And you and I have talked about this before, but, like, comedy is so hard to stand the test of time because tastes change so much, and just general comedic sensibilities change so much, and, like, things that were funny in 1981 are, like, probably not going to hold up in 2020. I mean, that's just, like, Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter. And the one exception being... This article was posing was like Carl Reiner. I mean, the jerk is Mm. just like so, like the jerk and and like his Mel Brooks collaborations, like and silliness really does kind of stand the test of time. I think because like it's just not topical. I'm like, pardon me. Uh, obviously, I'm preaching to the choir here, but like silliness is one of those things that I think will last sort of forever and like really is sort of like time-proof. And Dr. Right. Dr. Strangelove, it is like social commentary-ish, but mainly it's just silly. They have a big whipped cream pie fight in the war room, and it's like very yep. – ultimately very silly. A guy rides – the a cowboy rides an atomic bomb down to Earth. I mean it's like pretty goofy, um, and I, I, I really like that. But I was also a little – I don't know. I think I also watched it too young. Same with Annie Hall, which later became one of my favorite movies. My mom was like, this is my favorite movie. Sit down, Adam. You're nine years old. Watch my favorite movie. And I watched it. I was Mm. like, this is so dumb. I don't get it. I don't like it. What is this? Where's Aladdin? And then Mm -hmm. like of (laughs) course later I came around to it, I was like, oh, this is amazing and hilarious, and I get it now. But yeah, I think I had the same experience where I watched Dr. Strange up too early. I was like, it's black and white, first of all, so I'm bored, but also what? And also, okay, that man is silly. Peter Sellers is clearly a silly guy. You know, um, you say where is Aladdin, and I think
0: a good improvement to a lot of movies would just be adding a genie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Throw in a genie.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a section in Blockbuster, which is still open everywhere around the country. <laughs> yeah, it's a fully functioning store. We all go to it often to rent our VHS and DVDs. There should be new releases. There should be action. There should be comedy. And then there should be Genie. <laughs> Genie-based Genie movies. Genie-based movies. Genie movies. I would like a corner of Blockbuster devoted to Genie movies. We'll see if I can actually get that done. Very busy right now. Yes. Very very busy. Um, Adam, you shared a story about your mom, and I wanted to share a quick story about mine. It relates to last week's episode. Oh, great. My mom was playing along with the alphabet game. We got to you, and you and I were both confident that we were going to have the same word. We said it at the same time. Oh, no, we didn't. I believe I said mine, and we revealed that yours was different. Before you said what yours was, my mom said out loud, it's underpants.
1: It's underpants. She knows my mom. Me. She <laughs> knows me. It's on, What a funny thing to hear! Imagine Marianne saying with dead seriousness, with headphones in.
0: Matter of fact, she said, "It's underpants." It's underpants. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. I talked was to her right.
0: on the phone a couple days ago. I laughed hysterically, knowing that she knew you would use underpants for the letter U. Something about that is just too, too weird. Yeah. Um, but good on you, and good on Marianne. Scalchieri. Thank you, Marianne. So, uh, Adam, let's go into our second act break right now
1: okay great
0: right so we have a song called underpants
1: obviously of course we do yeah yes i don't know
0: i just don't know Uh. anymore (laughs) if we play that song or if we just play something else who knows anymore adam what do you think
1: who knows anymore underpants i know that we played it on our podcast before we've exhausted the snakes library at least at least one and a half times over sure Uh, What else? What else? What other movies where we did uh, get kind of touched on this? At Gone with the Wind and Doctor Strange Love, or How I Stopped Yeah, Worrying and love the Bomb. Uh
0: You know, Adam, I'm kind of thinking we should play the Underpants song.
1: Let's do it. Do you like underpants? Do you like underpants? Do you like underpants? It's an honest question.
0: And I think it's a question that we should all
1: explore. Whether your underpants are on your legs or the floor. And if your underpants are on the floor of your room, do me a favor. Check the label, on the fruit of the loom. Or Haynes' her way.
0: And I got a question for you. Bill, I got a question for you. Sounds like we've got a question for us. And it pertains to underpants. Don't want to make you uncomfortable.
1: I just want to make your rear end comfortable. It doesn't even matter if it's boxes or one Just making sure you got some fabric that'll cover your butt Say what?
0: Do you like underpants? Do you like underpants?
1: two undergarments i said i forgot my undergarments today hey yo that's embarrassing ad what did she say Say, baby baby you know it's not a big deal no it's not a big deal i mean you didn't even feel Feel it it. till
0: just now Now i don't have a cow are you dating bard samson
1: Really says that
0: just or whatever. Girl, if this is the time in the song when I can talk like boys to men, <laughs> well, you know I'm gonna talk like boys to men. Now let's talk underpants. Do you like underpants? Do you like underpants? We do, we do, we do.
1: Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Snakes, a.k.a. Billy and myself, with our hit track, Underpants, in parentheses, Do You Like?
0: Really, um, really, really disgusting to put the words, do you like, in parentheses, without a question mark. (laughs) No question mark.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. So it's a phrase. I don't even know
0: how to say the sentence without a question mark, but it's, do you like. (laughs) flat? It's not a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you wonder why we didn't just write uh, do you like underpants as the title we went with underpants parentheses you like it's it's objectively the funnier choice
1: yeah I agree with that I agree with that yeah yeah that's yeah. a song that's a song and a song title that I fully stand by absolutely I, I, I have the fu- memory.
0: I have the memory of you coming over to my house in Queens. (laughs) A house, one-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom apartment in Queens. And it was like 9.45, and we had just gotten, I believe, a CD from Mike, uh, our producer, with some beats. And we were going to just kind of say out loud some of the song ideas that we had. And I remember (laughs) you and I both vibing to this concept about underpants, do you like? And it was like 9.45. Like, people were on the train going to work, and you and I were already vibing. On this ridiculous underpants song, and that was yeah. realistically eight years ago.
1: And it's so hysterical that like people were going to work, and in a certain prism, us vibing on underpants songs was us going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that was a like, fact.
1: That was us. We going were working. To our work. that, yes. that was our labor.
0: <laughs> It paid Amazing. us nothing, nothing, but it was nothing, very fun to, oh. be, to live in the reality of singing about underpants at 945 in Queens.
1: Charmed lives we've led. Charmed, charmed lives. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> Um, A third act of the No Joke Podcast today, we are talking popular movie quotes. As advertised, I haven't gotten one right, and I believe Adam is three for three. I wonder if we can ride this out, Adam. I wonder if you can stay perfect and I can stay imperfect.
1: Let's see. Only time will tell. And I believe uh, it's – is it your choice here, Bill? Is it your – It is my choice. Okay.
0: It is my choice, and we are going to go with Glenn Robinson – is it Glenn Robinson? Who was it? Glenn Rice, number Glenn forty-one.
1: Ro- oh, Glenn Rice, forty-one. He used to shoot threes in a bl- in a in a dark gym to improve his shooting. Okay, this is tough. This is tough. <clears throat> number forty-one is we rob banks.
0: <laughs> mm hmm.
1: We rob mm-hmm. banks.
0: <laughs> yep. It's pretty pretty broad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, hmm. Yes. Hmm. I-, I'm I wish it was, willy- I wish it willy- was like yes. I wish they I wish the phrase was Shrek robs banks. <laughs> because then I would know that it was probably from Shrek, but or we t-2. gives you nothing. Yeah. So who robbed a bank? Who robbed a bank? Yes. Alright, let's go with this. I'm gonna say it was Queen Latifah in the movie Set It Off. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, it was that Set It Off, I do not think, registered a quote on AFI's Top 100 Movie Quotes of All Time. I don't think. Well, that's, so, a, that's that a hashtag
0: fail. That's a hashtag big... fail. And also hashtag FML. FML. Yeah, Set totally. It Off
1: deserves to be up here. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Okay. No doubt. But this was unfortunately not Queen Latifah in Set It Off. Uh, I'm willing mm. to give you a hint if you want. If you want any hints or of any kind for a pat on the back, or we for a pat just, on the back, we could just move right on. Yeah, you can give me one hint. Yeah, no, give me a hint. Um, okay, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that th- this movie stars one of your wife Marina's sort of like fave old school movie star guys. Stars mm, okay. this this man
0: Warren Warren. Yes, is his name Warren?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, Warren. Yes.
0: Oh, is it like Teddy and the Cowboy or like <laughs> like Rocky and the Rocky and the Hill, the Close. Old? Is it I think it's a western. I think it's a it, western and it, it's called it's not Smokey and the Bandit. Let's go with Old Man and the Hill.
1: Okay. It is you your your guess is Warren start- Beatty. Sorry,
0: Warren Beatty. Correct. Old Man and the Hill.
1: Close. <laughs> okay. Close. It is Warren Beatty. Okay. The movie is Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde. And Clyde mm-hmm. the lovers they do Rob banks. banks. We Rob Banks, period. Yeah.
0: Mm. Also, could have applied to Queen Latifah in Set It Off. I no should doubt. also say that I'm not sure Queen Latifah was in Set It Off. <laughs> but, so. And if she isn't, hashtag fail. She should have been. Bail. Fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. And FML. And and hashtag FML, FML.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Okay,
0: so it wasn't Old Man and the Hill. <laughs> Billy is 0 for 4. Adam, however, is 3 for 3. We have uh, about 10 more minutes to play this game. Oh, Adam, this. you you are up. Okay. Um, pick a number.
1: Let's go number 99. 99. 99. Yeah.
0: Cool number. Yeah. Cool, cool number. Aaron right. Judge. Aaron Judge. Number exactly. 99. Okay. I, this is a layup. Okay. I'll get you my. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too.
1: Okay. So that's going to be the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz.
0: That's going to
1: mm-hmm. be the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. mm-hmm
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> that is a movie I'll probably watch again.
1: Oh, yeah. That movie is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that was like, and I want to say, was that, if, if you have the reference in front of you, was that also 1939? Because that might have been the same year as Gone with the Wind. If or-
0: you pull the year of this movie, you sick man.
1: Is it true? 39, right? Would,
0: you have an encyclopedic, like, what? You know, know 39? You know 39
1: yeah. cinema releases? 1930. Yeah, really. I don't know how that is lodged in my brain, but I guess that and Gone with the Wind was the same year. Huge year for movies. Wow. Huge wow. Um, can the you Wizard tell me of Oz anything is about the though.
0: actress? Can you tell me about the actress who played um, the Wicked Witch of the West? Did she go on to have other? Oh, goals? you know what?
1: I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you who that was. Um, mm. I have no idea. I mean, Judy Garland is the only actor I think that I'm really aware of. Although at one point I knew who played the Cowardly Lion. I can see his face, like Burt something, but Julie Bert, uh, you are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: I don't know if Bert Lar, um, if his like cousin or brother or sister is an editor for crossword puzzles, but Bert Lar gets love in Sick. crossword puzzles. I love Which is that. weird. But it's weird because as we've mentioned on the podcast before, crossword puzzles rely on vowels.
1: vowels yeah. So
0: if you're if you're ever up in the air between two words, ask yourself which one has more vowels and right. that's probably the answer. Right. But Bert Lar only has one vowel in Not his really. first name and one vowel in his last name. Yeah. So I've never understood why crossword <laughs> why puzzles love to shout out Bert Lar. Why do they love the Lar? They love I the Lar. Know. They eat their yeah. Lara bars. Yeah. They do eat their Lara bars. <laughs> <laughs> they do eat their Lara bars. Um, well done on 1939 new releases. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no genies. No genies that I can remember exactly. There's pretty close to a genie, I would say. The smoke, the smoke version of um, the Wizard and Wizard so, of Oz. Was he a genie?
1: D- no. Well, I think he was. I think the, the whole twist is that he's revealed to simply be a man behind the curtain. But I think he presents very much as a genie. I mean, yes, I,
0: that's what I'm saying. Oh, Does he yeah. present as in genie form before big we time. realize that he's not a genie? Big time. I would say big All right. time. Yeah. All right. So we'll put we'll put Wizard of Oz in the genie section of I, movies at Blockbuster. I think
1: that goes in the genie section. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't go in the genie section, I think that we should put a sticker on the VHS that says genie included.
1: I would think genie included. Yeah. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Genie included.
0: Yeah. Yes. T- yes. T W yeah. <laughs> colon genie included.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Okay (laughs) Okay, great Uh, Um,
0: Adam, I'm going to choose another number I'm going to choose my basketball and soccer number And that number is number 21
1: 21, okay, here we go, Bill Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Quote number 21 Mm -hmm. A census taker once tried to test me I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti So the boy is going to be on the board Your boy is about
0: to be on the
1: board Yeah
0: The actor is Anthony Hopkins Correct the movie is Silence of the Lambs.
1: Big time correct. Big time correct. That
0: is a movie that there's a lot of movies that kind of are always on when it's raining outside and it's Saturday at four PM. Yeah. That one that one doesn't get clicked through. I Ooh. sit and watch that one.
1: Oh, it's really good. It was like yeah. really good. It also, like, if I'm not mistaken, sort of like um what are what am I trying to say? Sort of like i mean to call it a horror movie like to the genre i'm trying to say like it sort of like uh elevated the genre of horror into like oh horror movies can win oscars as well and like crazy yeah. horror movies can be quote-unquote high art whatever mm-hmm, could be sort of like mm-hmm. you know highly regarded and and well sort of acclaimed but yeah one yeah. of the best performances ever one of the best movies ever so scary so chilling still holds up amazing And it had that sneaky two bad guy system going. Buffalo Bill, where one bad
0: guy was in jail and the other one couldn't be found, and it was like it was just like who am I scared of? Like I
1: was scared of everybody in that movie. Incredible movie, totally incredible.
0: I believe I could be wrong, but I think Anthony Hopkins does not blink in that movie. Oh, that's cool. As Hannibal Lecter does not blink. That's very very cool.
1: Amazing, I mean, and it's also like frankly a movie that has spawned. I mean, there's like three or four like weird sequels, and like wasn't there an entire television show about like the Hannibal Lecter origin story? I mean, like Hannibal Lecter is like such a fixture in the pop culture in our collective sort of fictional consciousness. One of the greatest characters.
0: Yeah, Hannibal. I think there might have been a movie called like Red Dragon. Yeah, that exactly. Or something. Yeah, yes, there's exactly. been spin-offs. Yeah. Um, Adam, you are on camera. You're an on camera actor. I'm genuinely curious about this. Yes. Do you? Um, I find that the best actors or like really good actors and actresses don't blink a lot when they're in scenes. Interesting. You just never notice they're blinking. I don't know if it's because they're really engaged or they're really dialed in with the actor in their scene or something. Yeah. But are you conscious of that, or do you feel like your facial so. state is more? heightened or anything? Are you blinking at a different rate when you're on camera and shooting?
1: Such a good question. I don't think I'm specifically aware of blinking, and I have like, I don't know, um, I I really try to not be aware of myself at all, and then when I, like, almost just to sort of, like, try to be in the moment as best as I can and not sort of, like, think too much about what my face is doing, which is a double-edged sword because in the moment that feels really good to, like, almost be in this, like, this blackout fugue state where you're just, like, doing it and, like, not thinking about it. But then when Mm -hmm. you look at it afterwards, oftentimes I have I don't really, I'm not crazy about watching myself ever, but, like, in the few times that I have I'll watch myself and, like, I'll be like, wow, my face is, like, very, very expressive and demonstrative. I I really should be more aware of what the individual Parts of my human face are doing so. I huh. I, I don't know. I uh, I don't really think about it that much. But you, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I I pounce that question right back to you. You've done plenty of on-camera things. Are you are you blink? Are you blink conscious? I think I blink more than trained actors. <laughs> <laughs> I think Billy. I blink. I think
0: I blink more than trained actors. Blink is fury. If- exactly I am Blinky I believe one of the ghosts in Pac-Man is named Blinky (laughs) I think
1: you're right I think you're right yeah
0: um, but, yes, I do think that I blink more than trained actors. There's no sort of data to support that. But if anybody <laughs> wants to start the website <laughs> BillyBlinks.com, go to BillyBlinks.com. Go through my whole web catalog. If you need hard files, we can get it to you from No Joke Pod. But I need you to count my blinks yeah. and then maybe put me up against, like, a Topher Grace. Yeah, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Guy White men who are my height who probably have, like, the same, you know, yes. history, but compare my blink account to theirs, and please get back to me because I'm curious now if I uh, blink more or less than a trained actor.
1: I would love to know if Billy blinks more or less than specifically Topher Grace and Jake Gyllenhaal. And also, Billy blinks. Was he not the creator of Tybo? I think that's Billy Blanks. Hilarious. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. One letter off. Okay. One letter off. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Adam, who is it? I think it is you. Okay, I think it is you. Okay, great. And let's say this is the last one of the game. So let's okay. see if you can score a perfect score here. Okay, Adam. great.
1: I'm going to go with what, what was my childhood favorite number based on nothing, based on mm-hmm. exclusively the fact that it was like a number cool wide receivers wore. 85. Eight, That's right. Bill.
0: Okay, I'm going to. I'm I've been reading them pretty. I've been reading them pretty uh, straightforward in oh, Billy boy. voice. Um, so put, I'm you, going to do. I'm going
1: to perform this one. Put some mustard on it. You can put some mustard on this. I'm going to put a little mustard on it. Okay. My precious. My precious. Okay, this is going to be well done, by the way. Uh, Very, very beautifully done. Um, I'm going to say that that's Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Now, which Lord of the Rings movie? I couldn't tell you, but I think that's Gollum. Mm -hmm. I think that he's probably saying the line, My precious, at least once a movie. I think that's sort of his
0: phrase, right? He almost is wakes he up in, saying, "Is that. he in all of them? Is he is he in every Lord of the Rings?" You're right, by the way. Ding, 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 la di da,
1: la di da, la di da. Okay, uh, I, I, here's my little confession, Bill. I'm bored as hell by those movies and haven't seen them. I've seen like really? ha- half of the first Lord of the Rings movie, and uh, or maybe I've seen the whole first one, but I can't. I, I haven't sat down to dedicate like the twelve necessary hours to consume the Lord of the Rings movies. So I don't. You're know not a big Frodo guy, not not a big a, Sam. Not, not a big, not a big Frodo stan Don't mm-hmm. care that much About Bilbo Baggins And his merry band of Baggins I
0: So I, I can support that I appreciate that I've probably only seen one It might have been Harry Potter I'm not sure <laughs> um, But I do have a Frodo story Tell so me. I moved to Los Angeles, moved to Silver Lake and nice. I find my local Trader Joe's my first day there. I'm always really tight in Trader Joe's. I feel like I'm too big, yeah. um, body dysmorphia, etc. And we talked
1: about I'm that we looking a,
0: yeah. Yeah, looking around, looking around, not paying attention. Definitely not used to pushing a carriage and that yeah. is um, exemplified when I smash into Elijah Wood. Oh no Frodo. <laughs> yeah, at like a at like a, a pretty good speed. Like oh, uh, no. he got hit. He got oh, no. hit. And I, you know, I, it was one of those things where we both didn't want to make this any bigger than it had to be. We both kind of nodded, moved yep. on. Okay, cool. So I smashed Frodo once. Call it, call it three, four weeks later, Bill's oh back in Trader Joe's. Oh God. Just the same level of just like <laughs> no. just like bull in a China shop. I just no. want the food and I want to get out of here. Smashing through, smashing through, run over someone's foot. Stop it. Whose foot? Don't tell me. Frodo Frodo freaking <laughs> No. no.
1: I've heard this before Bill amazing and I
0: acknowledged to him I said this is the second time I've done this I'm so sorry <laughs> Billy! He insane. was confused. He was more confused by that sentence than by getting his foot run over because he had no recollection of the first one. But, of course, he's Elijah Wood, so when we hit him with carriages, we remember it. Did
1: you recognize him as Elijah Wood straight away?
0: Of course. Yes. He's, okay. He was the same height. Got the it. first time I saw him, yes. I was surprised by his height and size. Got and it. then when the second time, I was like, this is a familiar height and size. And then I saw the face, and that's Elijah Wood.
1: There he Wood. is. There's Frodo. Oh, my God, Billy. That's so funny. Two times. So same Fro- Trader Joe's?
0: Same Trader Joe's, oh, relatively cold. the same area in God. the fruit section. First time was a, uh, a hip check, smashed him right in the hip, and the second <laughs> time we just went speed bump over his foot. <laughs> oh, my If God. you know Elijah Wood, if you're friends with Elijah Wood, it seems like he lives in our neighborhood. Please yeah. tell him to listen to the 40-minute mark of this, the No Joke oh. podcast, and let him know that Billy apologizes for smashing him with the cart twice.
1: If if the universe has an innate committing sensibility, it will happen again.
0: That is right. It, it will the happen again. Comedy yes. comedy happens in threes. That's so let's right. all wait until the next time when I smash Elijah Wood with a shopping cart <laughs> and apologize in a strange third manner. Um, <laughs> but until dope. then, until then, this has been the Popular Movie Quotes episode of This the No Joke Podcast. Fantastic. I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week.
1: That was a HeadGum Podcast.